0: what's up everyone it's your girl kay and it's your girl kai and you're now listening to the last fry in the bag
1: you know it's gonna be good unless it's cold
0: welcome back welcome back welcome (laughs) i say this like every time welcome back yo so even though we have already had two episodes this is like our first episode episode does that make sense like we had two episodes but i feel like this is our first episode
1: well you know it's probably our come to jesus moment
0: <laughs> this is our uh come to jesus moment that's what you said yeah that's probably what we can call it come to jesus what it yeah. say come to
1: jesus
0: <laughs> Just now. I, cannot. I cannot
1: yeah that's Would the you. one
0: yeah that's the one well, hopefully y'all didn't hear that sorry um so we are back in the flesh um I at this point I don't even know what season it is because <laughs> I was about to say this is season four right yes ma'am season four episode okay. three we have done so many episodes um and I'm, I'm proud of us we're in um I need to check and see how many countries we are in. I'm, b- I'm bragging about us right now. I need to check and see how many countries that we are in. Um, but we are international, baby. Um, and I'm just so proud of our growth. in Season four, um, we're just starting out, but um, I'm just so proud of us. And I always say, you know, we're the little podcast that could, but um, I'm just definitely... Um, I just I'm, I'm amazed at what we've been able to do in these past uh, few seasons and during the hiatus um, it was a much needed break I don't know <laughs> uh, if it was for you but for me it was a much needed break I had a lot of um, different changes uh, stress I had some wins I took some L's in these couple, the last few months but overall, I'm thankful and I'm grateful. Um, and mentally, I think I'm in a good place. Um, and, you know, yesterday I did something that was completely out of my comfort zone. As far as, you know, it's different when you're talking to a pod, when you're on a podcast speaking, because it's just you and I. So it's like, all it's just us talking on the phone, essentially, but on a podcast. But when you're in... Um, a Skype group with several people and trying to present something, it can be nerve-wracking. And I was like, "Oh my god, I did absolutely terrible." That's what I was thinking. And I was, and my notes didn't load up on my phone because I was trying to have me like a little cheat sheet and um, still go with the presentation as well. And it just, I felt like I bombed it. But after the fact, you guys told me I did good. I'm still, you know, I'm a perfectionist, so I still got to get better. But I am you know just so happy, and other than that i'm I'm doing good. um and I'm just happy to be back on the podcast uh with you. So what have you been up to? What did you do in your downtime? um and what were you up to while we are we were on our hiatus? Oh man,
1: um, let's see. I've been trying to prepare some um something for a film festival, but um I'm not sure if it's gonna happen. If it will, you know, it's just like God if God don't do it, it can't be done. I just wanna throw it out there. If um, God but, yeah. don't do it. I'm sorry. It won't be done.
0: <laughs> thinking about that so um
1: yeah I had I I literally had I became discouraged about um about it for one reason or another and I just kinda like stopped writing for a few months. Like I just I had the ideas to write other things but um ultimately I just I just kind of jotted down the idea and I just didn't go any deeper um but I'm I'm so grateful that um last week that bug hit me and I just can't deny it anymore it has to come back so I started back writing and that's where I, I am right now
0: well dive a little deep into it why you got um discouraged why um why were you kind of, you know, down and out about it?
1: Well, um, at one point, um, I set a date for for uh, March to actually do the filming. And then that's when one of the actors got into a car accident, lost his or her car. Um, so I decided to wait um until he or she got another car. Um and then it's just kind of dissolved. It's like Maybe I'm dreaming too big. Maybe uh, I'm just supposed to work on 95. Maybe I'm just supposed to be um, existing and not living. So I kind of got annoyed with it. Um, and I was like, you know, why would, you know, I had this long conversation with God about it. Um, you know, why would you put me here just torment me to have this this mind and just, I'm just doing nothing um and I had to deal with that for a few months um but
0: I'm back she's back baby but you know what I just wanted to um say that there is sometimes there is a blessing in the weight and I had to learn that sometimes God be protecting us from certain certain things and um certain stuff whether we are not prepared for it, whether there's danger on the other end or something that could be t- potentially harmful to us. I've learned that, you know, that weight, I kind of try to shift my mindset mindset to say, hey, um, there's something, something good in this weight. So while I'm waiting, what can I do to, you know, better myself? So I know it's disappointing because yesterday you know I was supposed to have uh, the certain I was supposed to have a website launched all that yesterday as well had technical went to uh, publish everything and launch it had technical difficulties couldn't see it it was saying page not found. I was like oh my god I'm trying to rush and figure this out from the morning time to the end and I just eventually you know I wanted to get frustrated but I said hey okay look, I got to regroup. I still got to do a presentation. And no matter what, whether this, re, this website is launched or not, I still have to do this. So I didn't let that ruin my mood because I was like, I don't want to go in here and be negative and be upset and present to these people. So um, it's just sometimes those delays are not necessarily a bad thing. It's just not meant for you. And I had, um, you know, I love Twitter. So I was having um, a conversation. I wish I could find this tweet um, because I was having this conversation with this guy about um, about whatever is for me is not going to miss me. So, and you know, I just have in my heart, I feel like I can, and I actually found the tweet, it says, even with my self-sabotaging tendencies, I still believe in divine timing. What's for me will never miss me. And um, basically my friend, Lo, he was like, you know, unless you don't take advantage, some opportunities only come once. And I was like, I honestly, I 100% agree with you on that. But I believe that if I miss an opportunity or if I miss a deadline, no matter what it is, I have the faith that God will replace it with something better. I don't think that, if I miss one thing or I miss two things or three things or four things, five things, I've been missing opportunities my entire life. But I I don't count that as a failure. And I don't think I will never get better. So I was saying, you know, yeah, you gotta take some opportunities and yeah, you have to work and put yourself in certain positions to be successful, but I have extreme faith that no matter what, what's for me is for me. And if it misses me and if I miss it, it is not meant to be. And I feel like better will come along. So um, don't get discouraged in those opportunities. Yes, yeah, set your goals and go after them and accomplish those goals. But if you don't hit the target, it's like, you know, they say shoot for the stars. But if you, you know, uh, if you fail, land amongst the moon. What? wait, shoot for the Did I say that backwards? What, what is it saying? I feel like I said I it I think so it's bad. shoot for the moon. If you right. fail, at least you land, land amongst, amongst the stars. The stars. Like thank you help you girl like help me help me but yeah it's just that saying so you know have your deadlines and and strive to meet something but there is literally there is you learn in the journey you learn in the process you don't learn when you get there and then after that but what did you do in between time you know we always talking about that dash on um the dash on a uh uh headstone we always talk about the, the years and then nobody pay attention to the dash and the dash in between is what have you done in between this life in this lifeline to um you know make you successful and, and make you have a good life and live so um, I just don't want you to just get this this uh, courage just in case um, you know, you don't meet that certain deadline, but we we get in this film festival, that's for sure. But don't let you know your setbacks, you know, determine whether you're mood about something. That's what I'm trying to say basically.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm definitely in a better place. Um, because what I've learned to do in those months of being discouraged about writing, um, is that I can always, because I'm the writer, um, like the poem Invictus, I'm the captain of my own ship. So I can easily write, rewrite something or write something out, write something new that can still navigate, can get the sa- convey the same message, but another way. You know? So that's where I am. And one of these things gone, one of them is going. One is going to London. It's just one person in the whole film, I promise
0: you, is going hey, let's go. Hey, yeah, I mean, that's easily that you can obtain that. We manifest in it and you're just gonna work toward it, towards it. it's it's gonna happen. So since we are this is like our first time really, really talking to the people this year. Um, what are your goals for? The year, like what are some I know you said the film film festival what but what are some things personally and also professionally, what are some goals that you plan on accomplishing this year?
1: So personally, um, I challenge myself to get out more. um if you know me in real life, this is definitely a persona like I'm really not that I'm not this girl, this girl, I'm not this woman. I'm not this lady. I'm just. I'm a homebody. I work and um, I'm at the house. So my personal goal, one of them would be to get out more um, while still being cautious and COVID is still out there. Um, but just get out more and see the world. It doesn't have to be, um, it doesn't have to like, whether I'm in a relationship or not, It that holds no merit to me. Um, I just want to get out just enjoy myself I've been living for 31 years and I never really just got out because I'm a homebody Um, another thing is to increase my ability to accept what is about myself I know that you you know you can have confidence and um, love yourself and say every day I'm beautiful but even the most beautifulest person doesn't always feel beautiful every day so I want to be more accepting um of myself and it's nothing about the outer appearance it's that inner being that I'm dealing with um I mean smile but inside I'm crying or I'm screaming um so I'm, I'm learning to be more accepting of what is um professionally um I am targeting some 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 big things um I can't really say um what it is um because i don't want to jinx myself i I have a history of saying something too early and it just kind of dissolves or fizzles out so i don't want to like give too much information but i'm targeting um some good stuff and if it happens i'll definitely let you say it um what about you Kay?
0: so um professionally I'm the same way. Same same. Um I have some big goals and I mean they're huge. Um <laughs> I'm crazy enough to believe them that I've only just told me and God like I haven't told anybody and I don't plan on telling it to until it comes until it comes to fruition. So um just to protect my light, my energy, um and it's nothing against you know, people who are close to me and even people that I trust, but it's just, you know, it's this one, this time is personal to me. And I feel like once you make it personal, um, it makes you want to achieve it a little more. Um, Cause I've had, where I've told people stuff and you never know who praying against your downfall. Like that's crazy. Even when you think people be for you, they'd be like, they literally be praying for your downfall. And I didn't realize that until certain stuff start happening after the fact. And I was like, dang, I thought we were cool, but literally people be praying against your downfall. So I stopped telling everybody everything. And even with, you know, I'll, I'll tell you off air about job and stuff like that, but, um, I just, I want to make it personal and I want to keep it between me and God and celebrate and, and go through that loss and pain and all of that with God, but professionally, you know, I'm a Capricorn. So I always want to make money. Um, and to me, I, to me being, uh, successful is <laughs> not, I just don't want to have to work and worry. We're not necessarily work. Cause I love working, um, in a sense of, I love having something to do. Um, but I don't want to work paycheck to to paycheck, if that makes sense. So this year, this is going to be my last year. I'm professing that. This is going to be my last year doing that. Um, As far as personally, travel more, which I will be doing this year. Um, I have some stuff that I've been trying to do with my music. I want to connect with more people Um, musically, which I have done. I've actually have, and maybe I'll put it out, but well, it's on my, if you're on my Twitter, you already know um, that I have two collaborations um, that I did. I produced two beats um, with me and um, my boy Dre. um, He goes by Black Fist Music, but um, me and Dre have two songs that are out on Distro Kid. They're on uh, SoundCloud and somewhere else. So I do have, I have some songs out that I co-produced, um, so I'm excited about that personally. I want to write more. Um, put out an EP. I don't. I don't think that's like professional because I never want to be an artist. i more so just want to write and just mind my business and and go on with my life. <laughs> but yeah, so those are some things. And I'm with you. Interact more. But I interact. I start. You know, I hang out with like my a couple of my friends. Um, every now and then um but yeah i definitely want to be more social um and yeah and, and that's it just connect with people um love on people and that's pretty much it um as far as socially and professionally those are my main two things i think and then of course i want to grow the podcast i forgot about that i want to i want us to have our reaction channel and all that other good stuff like that and of course, you know, have our, have our collaborations, grow our, you know, media company and all that good stuff like that. So I didn't say that, but I also want that to happen as well. So I wanted to know, what are you watching? You know, we always talk about TV. Um, what, do you have anything new for me? I can tell you what I've been watching after the fact, but do you have anything new for me?
1: Um, let's see. Oh, um, so I've watched the show The White Lotus, uh, which has natasha Rothwell on there and Connie Britton. If you don't know Connie Britton was the redhead from uh 9-1-1. she was Abby um from season one. Um if you don't know Natasha Rothwell, that's Kelly from Insecure. Mm-hmm. Um, so The White Lotus is really good. I'm mad that they didn't get a, a second season or if they have, I hadn't heard anything about it. But um, that's on HBO. Um, so now, while I am a huge fan of Gal Gadot, um however, I'm a little stressed trying to finish Death on the Nile. Like the cinematography, it is beautiful. I am a fan of black and white um I am a fan of popping color so I'm easily drawn to it but what upsets me is that I figured for it to be a who done it I figured it out in 30 minutes and um so it's just like now I know like just figuring out what was what within 30 minutes I don't really want to finish the movie but I'm going to finish it because I just don't like to leave things open but I'm super stressed just watching it because I figured it out, um, Winning Time, um, it's also on HBO, it's about the Lakers, the, how their legacy began, um, so it's, uh, Magic, um, it's, about, of course, it has, um, a guy acting as Magic and, um, Jerry West, um, else is it larry bird but whatever the dream team was i'm i'm drawing a blank when it comes to that
0: um
1: what else i'll try to give you two more um that i can remember the last days of totally gray um which is on apple tv which is, is really good i'm mad that it was only like eight episodes but it's super uh super good it stars samuel l jackson um, who, like, he played, he does a great job of playing an elderly man who has um, Alzheimer's. And, like, and when I, it was, it's someone of the episodes where he's crying. I think it's episode one or two. And I immediately, like, had to pause it because I had to go back and think, like, out of all the movies, all of the everything that I've ever seen him in, I don't think I've ever seen him cry in a scene so that was and he did an amazing job like he sold it with that so he should definitely get something when it comes to that because he killed it Um, but he kills every time Um, okay so I give me two shows so I'm gonna give you two more because I want to do it even So I give you two shows two movies yeah no I did not I gave you three shows and one movie <laughs> um let's see of course i'm i'm still watching swat but you know whatever um i'm still watching the equalizer with quality so that's really really good um, get up big help um what else like oh i'm sorry um it's another show Uh, i guess i just been watching shows huh? um it's called, I started watching this last night. It's called Tokyo Vice, which stars um Ken Watanabe. And what is the guy's name from Divergent? Um, also, he played August Augustus Waters from Fall in the Stars. Um, do you know his name by memory? Uh,
0: oh, shucks. What is my boy name? Me, my boy. But what is his name? Um, I'll tell you. Ansel. Ansel. What is his last name? though? Edgar, I think. I think it's Ansel um, Eggert. I'm pretty good at celebrities. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's his name. Okay. Yeah. So um, it's, it's 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 based off of uh, 1990 era uh japan where um it's never happened before where japan uh, Japan has had an american um reporter um work for any of their um uh printing houses i guess and um he's the first and he struggles with trying to blend it in and like most great journalists um Okay, I know you gave me this story to write, but it's just like, baby, it's just kind of like the story. It's kind of like inventing Anna. How dedicated that reporter was to Anna. Not saying that that was a good thing, but that's how, um, that's how he was in there. Um, and it's basically um, everyone. No one is as they seem. So it's kind of it's it's interesting, and it's based off loosely based off the true story. So. Um, that's interesting, but that's all that I can remember. Like I've watched so much, um, stuff, but those are the ones that are sticking with me right now.
0: Hey, those are some good ones. I still got to watch, um, dang it. I can't think of the name. It slipped me so fast. The one with Samuel Jackson. I still got to watch that one. Um, I haven't seen it yet. So that, that's going to be on my to-do list. Have you seen Abbott Elementary?
1: I have not. Um, I have to actually take some time. Maybe one of the Saturdays I try to binge it if I can. Um, because it's been crazy with everything that's going on. Um, in my life right now. I, and I just listen. I mentioned it, and I woke up. going tell you something. I got to tell you all this. This is so funny to me. So I fell asleep. Um, I was trying to watch uh, Tokyo Vice, right? So I fell asleep watching it, and it was episode one, season one, episode one. I woke up nearly eight hours later, and guess what was still playing? Episode, season one, episode one. So I'm wondering did I pause it or did it just play over and over? So I'm still stuck on one, but it was good from that one, from that episode. But yeah.
0: I cannot. I cannot. Um, listen, get to it. So yeah, Abbott Elementary and I just finished the Underground Railroad. It took me (laughs) so long to finish this because it came out Maybe, did it come out? I don't even know if it came out in this year. I feel like it came out last year, but it took me a long time to watch it. Um, I had to piecemeal it because it's, it's a tough watch, but it's it's very, very good. And I know people say, I'm tired of slave movies, I'm tired of slave shows, but I won't say what particular group um, said this, but someone said that they're always making movies about this particular tragic and horrific thing that happened right in history and I was like you know you know what that's right and I was like maybe saying I, I don't want to watch slave movie but blah, blah. maybe that's a little anti-black and maybe it's a little kind of program for us to not want to watch this because it's like in a sense, you're like, I don't want to relive this. I don't want to think about the past. But like, if you don't honor the past, how can you have a better history? And it's kind of like they're trying to erase teaching about slavery in school and stuff like that. So I had to stop saying, I don't want to watch these certain type of movies and certain type of shows. Now, I don't want to watch trauma porn where there is no plot line other than, you know, the white savior and, you know, just the whole movie calling us the N word and all that. I don't want to watch that. But the Underground Railroad was so beautifully shot. If I can say that about that subject matter, because it's the things that happen in the movie are absolutely horrific, but it's shot in a way where the main character, Cora, you just, it's like you root for her. It's, it's, it's like, I don't know. I was just sitting there watching it, like, man, if Cora doesn't survive in this show, a piece of me is going to just be heartbroken. And um, of course, my my newfound love of my life is in the show. His name is Aaron Pierre and he plays Caesar. That is like, that man so fine. That is like my new, that's my new celebrity crush. I'll be watching all his interviews. So, so that he's, Oh, he's be- he's a beautiful man. But um so that, that helped as well to for me to continue to fight uh, to um to watch it and just not to spoil anything. Obviously, the plot line is the underground railroad. So obviously people can kind of put two and two together and see what it's about. But what I loved about it is in the midst of this this chaos and this tragic, there's also like um a love story, and then there's also like um, a uh, a sense of like I said, rooting for the main character and, and a sense of you know just wanting her to be okay and something that I think actually I'm and I'm just like you know paraphrasing it that Aaron said was it's it's even though people are no longer with us like our ancestors and people um, you know who have passed on they are still a part of us and we still take them with us everywhere we go. So even though they are no longer physically here, we still carry, carry these people with us. And you can think about even sayings that you say, mannerisms that you have, you know, maybe a favorite food that you have because of this person, a memory. We still carry these people with us and we don't even realize it because you have to think about it. Where did they get their mannerisms from? Their parents, their grandparents, the people for them, and where did they get their mannerisms from? So, we are literally, when they say we are our ancestors' wildest dreams, I wholeheartedly believe that. And as I was cleaning up the other day, um, something came to me and it said, You know, I'm still under the covering of my grandmother's prayers. And I was like, Wow, that's powerful. So, I, I'm like, My thing now is, even though I'm nervous and like yesterday I was extremely nervous, I'm still trying to walk in my purpose and walk into rooms now that like, hey, I deserve to be there. Even I may not be the most, you know, the smartest in the room. I may not, you know, know everything in the room, but I have to walk in it like I belong. So that's what I've um just started to do. And yeah, just if you if anybody wanna get it, I know people saying they don't want to watch any more the slay movies and all of that, but Honestly, it is, it is it is shot so beautifully. The guy, um, oh man, I can't think of his name, but he he shoots a lot of like dramatic pieces, um, and it it is the cinematography in it. So he, the cinematography in this show is is so beautiful, and it, and I know I'm rambling. But it humanizes, it humanizes these people because oftentimes you see the trauma and all of that, but I love the way it humanizes them and say, hey, these people were loved. These people loved each other. They deserved to be treated well. So, you know, I'm rambling. I finally finished it. (laughs) And um, yeah, so that's all I got so far. I'm going to watch the Magic Junction, uh, Junction show. I started watching it, but I just never went back to it um, I'm going to watch, um, I started watching Death of Now. I didn't really catch my attention. Um, what else? And that's pretty much it. I haven't been watching a whole lot of TV. I've been busy doing a lot of stuff. So I haven't been watching a whole lot of TV other than Abbott Elementary. That's what I've been watching consistently. But, um, but yeah, that, that's basically it. And yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. You know, I just wanted to
1: pick it You know, it's amazing um, that you said, you know, that we say it as a, as a people. Um, but what's interesting is we won't watch Harriet Tubman or we won't watch the Underground Railroad, the harsh realities of what happened to our ancestors. But we will watch, and I love the show. But we will watch a timepiece called Bridges, and and there's nothing wrong with it. I love it, but you see the difference we won't watch about ourselves
0: and it's something that
1: and you know um and you know it's something that our 12th grade um history teacher said to us we have to embrace the past to secure the future Mm. so we can we never know where we come from how do we expect to go forward we're going to continue to be um fight like crabs in a bucket you know it, it's, it's sad and that's the harsh reality of it but we have to really know where we come from yes it's true that not all of our ancestors were slaves but we got to go back to find that out
0: exactly and again i'm not with uh the trauma porn like you know just uh, just showing slavery movies just to to show slaves you know what I'm saying showing like the harsh the the harsh Jesus I cannot speak today the harsh (laughs) mistreatment um because there are some movies and shows out there and there's the whole white savior how the white person is saving and obviously white people had to help back in the day you know to assist even with the underground road and all that kind of stuff like that there were some there and always been some extremely kind um and helpful white people that's not like what I'm trying to say at all but you have to acknowledge that what happened has happened, and although we're we st- black people still go through discrimination, and you know we still are in a, in a phase of where you know a lot of the stuff that we have learned, the behavior that we have learned is a is a result of everything that has happened to us. We still have trauma responses, like black people. We joke and we kid and and we always make like. in in situations we always try to make a situation better even though it can be dark times where do we think we get that from like we didn't just we had to build up that like hey you're not going to steal my joy so all of this stuff it comes from somewhere and I think it's important to watch the documentaries um and watch the movies that are that have specific plot lines and showing what's going on but like I said you don't have to 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 watch the the ones that are just just doing it because the uh, the director want to say the word the n-word thirty six time in a movie you don't have to watch that if you don't want to but it's important that we know our history and that's one thing i love loved about my auntie jay like she used to she was like yeah you got to watch roots you got to watch amistad you got to watch black films like claudine like she used to make me watch those movies like she's like every black person should watch this. Every black person need to experience this. And I'm grateful for those experiences and watching that stuff with her. Um, Cause she was very like vocal and, you know, taught me about a lot of that stuff like that. Um, so I think it's just, it's just very important. And as we move forward and, and black people, just seeing black people in different lights, it doesn't all have to be slave movies. We saw amazing work in Lovecraft Country when I'm I'm just I want to see black people in sci-fi. I want to see I'm loving the black romance movies, I'm loving the black thrillers. So it doesn't have to all be quote unquote slave movies. It can be diverse, but I don't think we should necessarily X those out as well, especially if they have like a such a beautiful plot line. And I'm telling you, e, I can't stress this enough. The cinematography in that, oh man, it's so beautifully sh- heartbreakingly shot I don't I don't know I don't not explain it but yeah definitely if anybody get a chance you know watch it out and let me know what you think but other than that um he, I just I'm just happy to be back with you, kid as you always call me kid but I'm just happy to be back with you, kid I'm happy um to just be able to speak on the podcast I'm happy for everybody that's listening and um you know I'm just ha- I wouldn't want to do this with anybody else
1: I think yeah i'm so happy to be back too it's it's been a while um and the guy that you're talking about is it barry jenkins or is it james yes. laxton
0: barry jenkins thank you i cannot think of his names in my life because
1: they work together a lot uh barry jenkins and um james laxton they did lot together
0: jenkins that is who and you know uh barry jenkins um he shoots beautiful cinematography movies like people may not agree with a lot of his subject matter yeah Um, like moonlight yeah people may not care uh carry for it but his cinematography man is so it's so beautifully shot and like the the lighting and just the placement of everything man it's it's i don't i don't even not explain it it is it is it's beautifully shot but yeah I, i'm definitely a fan of his movies um i gotta look into i know he, he shot something else besides moon like too, but i can't remember what it was um, um let's see something that i also enjoyed but i don't know what it is If it, bill street talk, is that yes you? did he do that one wait, wait wait hold on maybe he didn't do that one hold on Very yeah joking. he did he did, As, he did yes so. that is also another beautiful movie about a b- black family um i got a so southern name black family there's also <laughs> another, all right another, right there's all it's also another uh beautifully shot movie is if bill street could talk with my girl um kiki lane um tiana parish was in it and it's just it's it's another um what's what's our girl uh under <laughs> new ellis was in it, it cutting up regina king Cle- where regina king slapped a mess out of <laughs> um, we are
1: black family we're gonna <laughs> stick
0: together even if it kills okay uh L- loretta divine <laughs> But, man, oh, if I could work with Barry Jenkins, man. Ooh. You never
1: know I mean, Dream because. Dream yeah, he's from Miami. and He went to Florida State. And oh, a lot of the people that he collaborates with went to Florida State.
0: Oh, that's amazing.
1: Like, but, yes,
0: man, he's just, his direction and whoever, whoever doing that cinematography, baby, they eating it like. It's um, James Laxton. Him. Oh my God. Now James, I got to look up a, Let me. I'm Um, is the
1: cinematographer that he often collaborates with. His producers are Adele Romansky, the editors are Nate Sanders and Joy McMillan. They're all from Florida State.
0: Man. Oh my God. He look, he whew, whoever does that, they are good they're beautifully, it's so beautifully shot to the point where it's like, I know this may not be like the best con, like the best subject people want to know about, but it, and it, it takes away the harshness and it humanizes, if that makes sense. It, it took away the harshness. Like I said, it took me a long time to watch this I had to pause it and it was some scenes that was just it was too much so I had to pause it and it took months to come back to but I was rooting for her and I knew I couldn't leave without making sure she was okay if that makes sense so that that was the kind of that it touched me in that way it's like I have to make sure Cor is okay like if Cor is okay I'm gonna be okay but I had to watch to see if she was gonna be okay or not and you know you can watch see if she is or not but beautifully shot beautifully written beautifully directed so yeah everybody check it out when you get a chance um so I know we have rambled quite a bit for our first episode by ourselves together I'm just I'm just happy to be back in this space with you um do you have anything else you want to close us out with on the podcast today
1: I would just like to close out um with uh A quote um, that Maya Angelou, I think she's credited, but it probably went a little bit further than her. Um, I come as one, but I stand as 10,000. It speaks volumes because you see me, but I'm also standing on the shoulders of my grandmothers, their mothers, their mothers. So when I come to you, please understand, this is a force to be reckoned with
0: because I'm not alone mm, that's absolutely amazing and I'm glad that you brought it up because I definitely will was about to say hey we haven't done quote of the day in a long time I was like yeah so I'll, I'll say this quote and I actually don't know who it's by but um I hope and um this is gonna kind of be what we talked about you know offline but Attract what you expect, reflect what you desire, become what you respect, and mirror what you admire. So um, go forth and attract what you expect and just be accepting of good things coming your way. um, Myself as well. And (laughs) try to get out of that imposter syndrome. We deserve good things happening to us. And it's a trauma response to think that we don't. So if good things happen to you, don't question it. Don't question God, just accept what is, be thankful for it and say what's next. With that being said, we thank you so much for listening to the last Friday podcast. Remember, we haven't told you you know, in the previous ones, but we love you here at the last Ride in the bag podcast. If no one told you today, all week, all month, all year that no one loved you, we love you here at last Ride in the bag podcast. You're important and um, the world needs you. And yes, we love you. Thank you for listening. Make sure you guys are following us on our Instagram, last Ride in the bag, Twitter, last fry in the bag, we are on Facebook up under Geek Visions Media, and that's G-E-I-K, um, Visions Media. And yeah, just get into the content. We're going to be posting a lot more and hopefully we can start doing some lives and stuff and have some reaction videos and stuff too. If it doesn't happen in this season, that is like the goal for um, next season as well. But we're, we're going to work on, you know, being be- bigger and better for you guys. And with that being said, Kai, you want to give us the benediction? <laughs> Everybody lift your heads up, <laughs> up to the hill
1: from whence cometh your hill. I cannot. Father oh. God, in the name of Jesus. But, oh. to you as humbly <laughs> as we know how.
0: We are your servants, really. on am Okay. All right, let's no. All let's let's go. <laughs> what? This girl, no. <laughs> What? You really for the go into praise and worship. I was only kidding. These people gonna be like, what in the world? Lord, let us let, let us log off.
1: <laughs> Bye,
0: y'all. See you. Sure to... uh-uh. Have a good week. <laughs> All right, y'all. See ya.